1: Do you know what you want your life to look like, to feel like, what you want to accomplish in the years ahead? It's important to have a vision for our goals and there's a fun way of finding that. Today we're going to talk about all things vision board so we can design the lives we want to live with Marsha Layton-Turner right here right now on Polly Campbell's Simply Said. (laughs) Hello, 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 and welcome to Polly Campbell. Simply Said. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And do you know what that means to you? Do you know what that looks like? What does happiness look like? What does it feel like to you? What does a successful business look like or peace of mind? Do you know what it looks like when you're reaching your peak and creating the life you want to live? you know, over the years on my book tours and different appearances and presentations I've made, I've met a lot of people. And the one thing that comes up is they all want to be happy, right? I think that's true for all of us. We want to feel good in our lives. And when we feel good, we do good. So that makes sense to me. But I've asked this question, and I want you to think about it today. What does it look like to live a happy life? I've had people say they want to be less stressed. What does that look like? Do you know what that means? And so often people can't answer. When I say, what does happiness look like to you? They don't know they don't have a clear vision for it. And I know from my own life that if I can't visualize it, and I'm talking words, I'm talking pictures, I'm talking feelings, it doesn't all have to be in the mind's eye. But if I don't know how to define what happiness looks like for me, or a solid business looks like for me, I'm less likely to create it. And here's what I see happening a lot, is people might have what they're looking for and they don't even notice it because we don't know what it looks like so listen i've absolutely been on that side of things before but that's always a signal for me to sit down and get clear about my goals what i want to create in my life what i want my experience to look like and we're going to get all into it today what does it mean to have a clear vision and what is one of the tools we can use to get there we've got dr marcia layton turner on the show welcome marcia Thanks so much for having me, Polly. As you're talking, I'm nodding my head. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, with yep, everything yep, you've said. I want to get into this with you because not only are you a doctor of business administration and a sought after writer and author of more than 80 books who writes on entrepreneurship and corporate history and marketing and startups and all kinds of things, but you've also written about vision boards and your latest book, Create Your Vision Board, the two hour guide to attracting the life you want. It's what I want to talk about today because you're nodding your head and you say in your material that creating a vision board isn't magic, but you you think it's key to creating the life we want to live.
0: I totally believe that. It is it is not magic. It's not fairies are not going to come and grant your wish. <laughs> but if, as you said, you can get clear about what you want your life to look like, you can make it happen.
1: Now, a million years ago because i went totally down the secret rabbit hole and i really believe in this stuff you know i i do believe that what we give our attention to uh helps direct us that way so i'm i'm on board with this but you're a doctor of you're a business and your clients <laughs> are business people and you write business books is this a little woo-woo is a vision board a little woo-woo marsha yeah,
0: yes, it is. Let, let's be frank. It's <laughs> it's woo woo. I am super practical. And yet I have found that this works. And, and I was skeptical at the outset. When I first heard of The Secret, do you remember The Secret, the book that came out in 2006, I think it was? My friend and I listened to the audiobook driving back from New York City one winter, I think, after a conference. And the law of attraction, which is what this book is all about, made a lot of a sense, a lot of sense to me. That what you focus on, what you spend your time on, what you give your attention is going to shape your life. And so a vision board is a tool for getting clear about what do you want that life to look like. Because if you're Spending your time on things that are not really impacting your life or maybe impacting it in a negative way, your life is going to look really different.
1: Anytime we bring the things we are interested in or care about to front of mind, it helps us stay focused on those things or remind us at least what our priorities are, right? So I have done vision boards haphazardly, I've done huge vision boards completely. and. I, you know, I'll, I'll fess up. I've had the things that, even if I've just written a note on it in in handwriting, those things often have come to pass for me. Um, and sometimes I don't even realize that until after, but there's right. something about changing that energy and the way I think and taking action. I mean, you talk a lot about taking action. It's not enough to put pretty pictures on a board. You've, you've got to do something then. So would you tell us how you define vision boards and and how you work with them a little bit?
0: Absolutely. So when I use the phrase vision board, I'm referring to a physical board, like a rectangular piece of foam core or poster board, or maybe even a bulletin board. It's, it's sort of a repository of images and words that reflect what you want your life to look like. It's, it's a physical representation of your desired life. You can build one a physical board, or you can create one online and use it as your desktop wallpaper or your cell phone lock screen. A lot of people do that now. However, I really prefer the physical board and I continue to recommend it because of all the studies that you've probably seen, Polly, about the impact of writing things down. Like When you physically do something, your mind and your body remember it. Uh, rather than just typing on the keyboard. Although we use a typewriter all the time or keyboard, um, I really think it's worth it to do a physical board.
1: Yeah, I I do my life both ways. But if I if given the choice, you know, I write my books on the computer, but I keep all my schedule by hand, I make mm-hmm. notes to do lists by hand, because it helps me focus. So it makes sense to have a physical representation. And right. I can already hear, because I've said it before myself, I can already hear some listeners saying, But how do I even know? I mean, I've been a mom for 20 years. I'm working full. How do I even know what I want anymore? How do we start answering that question for ourselves? And, And that really is the critical starting point.
0: I know some people who teach how to create a vision board suggest that you just flip through magazines and stick down pretty pictures, things that resonate with you. And I I said, that's completely wrong. And you need to take a step back and think about what is it that you want to do, be, or have in your life. You have to be crystal clear about that. And that may take some time. It's not something you can do in 15 minutes. And although my book says you can do it in two hours, that's once you figure out what do you want your life to be? Are you running a business? Do you have a different job? Do you have a different partner? Do you have a different car? How are you spending your time? Are you picking up a new sport? You really gotta think about what does your ideal day look like? I think that's maybe the starting point. What's your ideal day look like? What does it have in it? What are you doing? How are you spending your time? And then maybe think about whether you want that to be your life and then what are some images
1: that you could collect that would reflect that? I, I love starting with your ideal day. And I, did this, I do this periodically throughout the year, but I've been in a real funk. The, you know, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with work and the weather's changing. I've been grouchy at home. And so I did this for myself uh, about a week ago. Just again, I sat down, what is my ideal day? And I realized I was having it, right? I was home safe. I was watching football. I had a book in front of me and a good cup of coffee that my husband had made. This doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to put a cruise ship on your vision board, right? You don't have to quit your job and, and go work for a Fortune 500 company. It can be what where you are now. The important thing, Marsha, I think is what you're saying is you need to recognize that for yourself, whatever that is.
0: Exactly. You may be living your ideal life, but think about how would you spend your time? What would you be doing? And, and then once you recognize it, hopefully you can feel contentment with the aspects of your life that are going well. That's really something that I'm trying to focus on this year is contentment, recognizing when I have, as you said, you know, my day is the way I want it to be. I've designed it to consist of the activities that I want to be doing and the people that I want to be talking to. And that's amazing. But is there anything else that I might want to change? Well, in my situation, yes, I want to be more physically active. I want to be walking more. So that's my vision board has those types of activities on it to remind me that during the day, I can't just be sitting in front of my computer. I need to get up and move.
1: Yeah, me too. There's a lot more that I want to experience and, you know, I, I want to grow my business. I want to make more income. I want to move more, all these things. And I like what you said. You used a key word there. You said design your life, right? Because we get to choose the experience we want to have. And I think when we're feeling stressed out, we forget that ultimately, we're in charge, like things are gonna come into play, but we can pick how we're gonna respond to them. How do you do this? And, and what has come to fruition for you? Like, do you, you, you mentioned putting pictures on a physical board, do you take them offline? Do you pull things from magazines? Is it stuff you're seeing when you're out in the world? And, and how does that manifest into something tangible for you?
0: I use a variety of sources. Um, right now I am trying to manifest a house in Maine, a vacation house. Specific about where I want that house to be, what I want it to look like. So I look at the MLS system daily, (laughs) Polly. Because that is a priority for me. So when I see a house that would be ideal, I print off the images related to that house. And I have one on my bulletin board right now to remind me that's what I'm working towards. So I have things that I print off. I also go through magazines for inspiration about just settings, you know what I how I'd like to be spending my time at the lake. So it might have a scene, lakeside. Um, photos if you have photos of places that you want to go to. When I was trying to manifest my next car, I decided I wanted a Land Rover. and so I went to Land Rover and I got the brochure and I test drove a car to make sure that is this really what I want? I loved it. I brought the brochure home and I put it on my bulletin board and that's what I now drive. Is it magic? No, <laughs> it's figuring out, okay, that's what I want. How much is it going to cost? How hard do I have to work to get it? And then just watching, I bought it used because I, I think that's financially smart. So I just kept watching cars.com to see
1: when something might come up that would be appropriate. Um, Yeah. Again, that goes back to knowing what you want. I love this idea because, and I want to let you finish here because it's active. Like you're saying, it's not magic. It's not like you put it on the board and just sit around waiting for life to come to you. Right. Well, you may
0: remember that when The Secret came out and Oprah Winfrey had, I think Rhonda Byrne on the show or something, there were people that interpreted her message about the law of attraction that you just sit back and you wait. You say, oh, I want a new car and it's going to land in your driveway just out of the sky. And people were suing her <laughs> because that's <laughs> not what happened, because that's not what the law of attraction is about. It is not going to magically appear. You have to decide what you want, focus on it, and then take steps to get there. But the magic of the vision board is it helps your brain understand what opportunities you want to be presented to you. So you may not see how you're going to get to that. And so let me just share another little story. When we, this was probably like 10, 12 years ago, my daughter was in middle school and she was a very skilled equestrian. She rode horses. She took lessons, loved it. And I knew that in order for her to get better, she needed her own horse. Had no idea how I was going to get this horse. Horses are expensive, but I put a horse on my vision board. And I looked at that every day and thought, I, we got to get a horse because it's just going to open up all sorts of new opportunities for her. Well, within three months, her trainer said, hey, I I got this horse, it's a lease opportunity, you can even split the lease. And that's how we got the horse for her, is just by saying, hey, we're thinking about this, got the horse
1: yeah i love stories like that and that inspires me and that for me is you know i'm a goal centered person too i have a lot of goals and and in a way that's what we're talking about but to me the whole vision board practice and the thinking of this as law of attraction is a little lighter to me it's a little more playful to me yeah. despite the fact that i i do then you know you want the horse you mark it down there are things you have to watch for but when the synchronicities show up then I'm more willing to accept them. It seems and step into them Uh, years ago. I was uh, working a lot as a freelance writer and I really wanted to write a book. And I was complaining about how busy I was and how hard my life was. And I had no time to write a book. And so my husband said, well, Tell me exactly what you would want if you could have it right now. What would you want? Well, of course, I was going to write this book and, and within 24 hours, all my freelance clients, I, I, the, in the days of fax machines, my fax went on the blank. I missed a contract. So the editor assumed I wasn't adjusted. An editor lost his job. So his, my project went with him. A number of weirdo things that had never happened to me in my career before fell away and after i got through the panic i sat down and wrote the book so what you touched on i think is important i didn't have to figure out how it was going to happen but i had to have it in front of mind and then i had to get to work when the opportunity came i sat down and i i wrote the proposal and i got an agent and i did all of that so it wasn't easy but it was about accepting the opportunity when it came to me Right. And the fact that you were clear about
0: you wanted to write a book. And so your brain (laughs) and maybe the universe, that's the woo-woo piece, your brain starts looking for how can this happen? What needs to align to create the space for you to write this book? Yeah,
1: I love that. All right. I have a lot more I want to know. We're going to take a quick break. We are here with Dr. Marsha Layton-Turner talking about vision boarding and designing the lives we want to live. And I want you to think about it while we take this short break, because 2024 is right here. What is it you want to create? Not only what material items and jobs and houses. But how do you want to feel headed into the new year? Because I think we can do that too. We'll be right back on Polly Campbell's Simply Said, part of the best business network of Electrocast. Shipping can make or break a sale. So
0: optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulousma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electric as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electric
1: We're back. I'm Polly Campbell, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, part of the best business network of Electric House. And you know, on this show, we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And today we're talking with Marsha Layton-Turner about vision boarding. She's an author, writer, written many, many, too many to mention business books. But I'm also tapping her brain about vision boards because she's written about that too and practiced that. And Marsha, before we went to break, we were talking about the importance of Uh, of having goals in mind and visualizing them, but also taking steps to get them. So as we go forward today, you talked about living, knowing what our ideal day is. What are some other ways we can start on creating our own vision board, creating our own goals for the new year? I think envisioning your ideal day
0: really helps you picture a number of facets of your life. And so, so that's a good starting point. Also thinking about those little, in the back of your mind, those things you've been thinking about but keep putting off, kind of like you and the book. You know, what are some things you keep meaning to do? And you really have to stop and think, is that important to me? Is that something I really want to work on? For example, I have been talking about creating a course for ghostwriters for at least five years. It's something I want to do, but has it ever been on my vision board? No, it has not. <laughs> so I need to realize that if this is important to me, I need to put it front and center. And that's where the vision board comes in. It's it's really just a visual reminder of what you should be working on, what you're striving toward. It shouldn't be things that make you feel negative. Like if I really didn't want to create this course, I wouldn't put it on the board because what you're trying to do is focus your brain, focus your mind and keep reminding yourself of what it is you want in your life. And so some people create catch-all vision boards, which are sort of a holistic approach to what you want your life to include. And other people create very focused vision boards. So if I wanted to, say, train for a marathon, I could have a vision board just for that. Or if I wanted to go back to school, I could have a vision board just for that, including all the things that I needed to do to achieve that goal. But really, it all starts with, what do you want?
1: When you put something like a class on the board, something you want to create, do you do that with words? Do you find what it means to you, the representation in your own? Some some people like me aren't always great at having the image. I'm a more of a word person. You know, how do you work around that? I
0: think it can go both ways. I am super visual. I'm the daughter of a fine artist. So I think in pictures. So for me, most of the things on my board are pictures but there are words that mean things to me like main is very prominent because <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's what i'm striving for if you're a words person then absolutely you could print them out in word using your printer you could find them in a magazine you could use canva make them really pretty whatever way works for you it's whatever's going to trigger your brain to think about that goal
1: now, do you change them throughout the year? You you know you talked about keeping your priorities in mind. What if you're heading down on your April and you're like, no, I don't really want to do this class anymore. Would you take it off and replace it with something else? Absolutely. I personally would probably
0: start over because if something's on there that's no longer resonating with me, I, I really should stop and think about, is anything else on here amiss? Like, have I been working towards something that isn't truly what I want? Okay, well, let me just stop and assess. What is it that I want? And is there anything else on here that needs to be changed? If it's just one thing, then sure, take the image off. Or sometimes when you actually complete or manifest what it is you're looking for, some people check them and they, at the end of the year, then reflect on, oh, what are all the check marks? What are all the things that we have brought into our lives? Other people start over. I I tend to do
1: annual ones, um, but you can do quarterly ones. I like that you can find your stride and what feels good. We are talking with Marsha Leighton Turner, the author of Create Your Vision Board, the two hour guide to attracting the life you want. So go pick up this book and get going today. And she's written a billion other books, but we'll talk about on the, that on the next show, which I'll tell you about in just a minute. You know, one of the ways I get to my end of the year planning and my, my future planning and vision boarding and so forth, is I look at my excuses, Marcia, it kind of ties in with what you're saying. I've been making some excuses about a project I say I want to do for six months. So I'm going in December to look at that again. Is that something I really want? Because I keep saying things, well, I haven't had the time or I'm not getting paid enough or whatever. I think that's baloney. I think I'm just not ready to do it yet or maybe ever ready to do it. It it may be one of those things that's, that's
0: a should somebody has suggested to you that you should do it, or maybe you think you should do it, but do you really want to, is it going to be, have a major impact on your life? Maybe not, maybe it's not how you should be spending your time.
1: Yeah. And think about that when you're making your board too, right? These are what you want. I don't care. If you want to go on around the world cruise, put it on the board. And if somebody says that's baloney, we can never afford that. That's their business. You don't know what can happen when you illuminate these plans and goals. I believe in my book, there's a story of
0: somebody who had a similar situation. They, um, they wanted to go on a cruise. And so what ended up happening was they got a job offer to uh, teach a class on a cruise. And so that paid their way and they were able to go, I think it was to the Caribbean.
1: That's awesome. I I love stories like that. It gets me all fired up. And I, I love what you said earlier about, Hey, just put it on the board. You don't have to know how it's going to work yet. Just keep it front of mind. i doesn't this sound fun, you guys? I think we should all go do it, listen to the show again and again, and then go buy the book by Marsha Layton Turner. The book is called Create Your Vision Board, The Two-Hour Guide to Attracting the Life You Want. And Marsha, where else can we find your other work and, and uh, track you down?
0: You can track me down on LinkedIn. You can learn about the ghostwriting that I do at marcialaytonturner.com. Amazon has all the books. I'm teaching a free vision board class. It's uh, I'll send you the link, but it's association of ghostwriters.com vision hyphen board hyphen 2024. It's on January 11th. Totally free.
1: Okay, we will put that in polycampbell.substack.com where we'll talk more about vision boarding and the show. You can join our free community there and I will have the links to Marsha's page and her work and we'll get that class in there if you're interested in learning more about vision boarding. And here's another bonus on the other podcast. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it here before to you guys, but I also talk about writing. And Marsha will be back on Simply Write with Polly in a couple of weeks to talk about ghostwriting and how she has made a career out of that and how you can too. And that uh, podcast, Simply Write with Polly, is for aspiring and professional writers, people like us who are making a living with the work. Marsha Layton-Turner, love having you, love this talk. I could go on forever about vision boarding, but I got to go make mine. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Polly. Thank you for being here. And listen, get clear about what you want to create and how you want to design your life. It's possible. Give yourself some space and some self compassion. Look at where you've been and where you want to go, and then make your own vision board. And when we do that, we will all live well, do good, and be happy. Hey, what's happening out there, everybody? This is Lawrence Ross, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my podcast, The Lawrence Ross Show. Egomaniac. It's a two-hour weekly exploration into my mind. I also do sketches, celebrity impersonations. You're out of order! And I also do song parodies. Not too shabby for a blind guy. Not only are you visually impaired, but you are geographically impaired. New episodes are released every Friday. Check it out on your favorite podcasting platform, or listen to it here on Society 13 on ElectroCast.